Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and today we have another international Bruce bud. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? Hi, Jesse. I'm fine. Good. And where are we talking from? The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Very nice. So we're, we're working through time zones. It's about, it's a little bit lunchtime here in Dallas, and she's already worked through her day and taken care of all her nighttime duties, and now she's ready to talk Bruce, right? Yeah, I am. Very I'm... good. Uh, so Jennifer, why don't we start out with, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us about you, what you listened to growing up. We'll go from there. I listen to a lot of music, just radio stuff. The radio was on all day. And yeah, Bruce came along in the 80s, and I stuck with that. Yeah, but I listened to a lot of different music. Okay. When did you graduate from high school, to give me a perspective of your formative teen years? Well, in 88. It was in June, 88. It was my 18th birthday that month. The Dutch became European champions uh, soccer, as you would say for us it's football i graduated that month and it was my first bruce concert so i want to get to that in a minute but tell me about how you first found bruce and and i don't know much about the netherlands so is there a big local music scene or there local artists or do you get a lot of stuff from the you know uk usa tell me a little bit about oh, that it was the, the, the MTV, it wasn't MTV back then, it was Sky. Oh, I don't know. It was an English music channel that broadcasted all the video. And one of them was Bruce, Dancing in the Dark in 84. And yet, like every other girl, I want to be that girl. <laughs> okay. At, at that time, I'm over that. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's we get a lot of videos back then from everywhere from the Netherlands from the states from uh, the UK from all over Europe so mm -hmm. yeah okay it's a lot of music here dancing in the dark born in the USA that kind of first got your attention yeah okay absolutely all right you graduate from um, high school. I guess it's uh, secondary school there. And you got to see your first Bruce show. Talk to me about that. Well, I, it was 88. And uh, some kids from school and I were talking about, hey, if he's coming, we want to go. But in the end, I was all alone. And I was so sad and tickets were on sale and I didn't have a ticket. And then my cousin said, hey, if you still want to go, uh, there's still tickets. So I went to the local uh, sales uh, yeah, person here and I bought us two tickets. It was, uh, what do you call it, second Way, way in the back. <laughs> okay. Nosebleed uh, section, as we call it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But at least we got there. Mm-hmm. 
and I was so happy, and it was just one big party. Yeah. The Tunnel of Love too. Oh, okay. So that that is a very cool um, area, and that's a great show to see. Um, very um, nice. Uh, yeah, I stick stick with that. Okay. Um, how many times have you seen Bruce? Uh, ten times. Okay, same number as me. Uh, oh. <laughs> the uh, where all have you seen him at? What cities? Okay, the first one was in Rotterdam. I've seen him uh, three times in Rotterdam, actually. Uh, once in Nijmegen, once in Arnhem. Those are all Dutch cities. I went to Antwerp. That is actually as far or as close as Rotterdam for me. Uh, I went to Werchter. Antwerp and Werchter are both in Belgium. It's not too far. And I went to Dublin. Uh, let me think. London and Oakland, California. Oh, so you have seen him in the U.S. once. I have. Okay. I have in, in 2012. Ah, okay. Um, how did that happen? I've got relatives living around the corner. Okay. I, they live in the Bay Area, and well, everything came together: plane uh, tickets, tickets for the concert, and I still had vacation days. Okay. So uh, we made it a family visit and a concert trip mm -hmm. at once. So yeah, that was fun. Oh, that is awesome! Uh, you know, it it this is actually the uh, where I met. One of the Bruce Buds for the first time. Oh, who did you meet? Jeffrey. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, did, it, go ahead. Actually, this was yesterday, three years ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, so it, it's some effort at times uh, to see him, isn't it? Yeah, it always was. I wasn't, I'm, I'm very shy normally. And I don't like to go alone. At least I didn't used to. And I don't drive, so I need public transport. So it was hard. And yeah, while I was studying, there wasn't that much money and no one to go with. So I skipped a lot of tours. But I got over that since 2012. And... Yeah, in 2013, I, I, I went with uh, people I've met online. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask, when you were in Oakland, did you were you going alone or did some of your family go with you? No, my aunt said, buy two tickets. I'll send someone with you. Mm -hmm. So my cousin's husband went, went along. Ah, and very he enjoyed nice. himself. He had seen Bruce there before. Okay. So. Oh, cool. Um what about Bruce's music uh, appealed to you? And, you know, way back in the late 80s, you know, you saw him on tour. But what about his music kind of got you where you, you know, became this fan? It's hard to say because without knowing it was Bruce, I always liked the river. 
So it's and with dancing in the dark. Uh, that was the video clip. I, I like that. And then I got to discover his music. I went to the library, got the tapes from Born, uh, yeah, Born to Run, Darkness, everything actually. Oh, I like this. The 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 lyrics, the the music. They can lift your spirits at moments, comfort you sometimes. So, and I got stuck with it. Okay. It's, that uh, I think that's true. Um, when you went to see him in '88 in the Tunnel of Love, had you already known a lot of his music? Uh, yeah, I. By then, I discovered his music all before. Uh, yeah, I think okay. I listened to it all. Okay. Before that, yeah. Oh, very nice. Um, are you? Uh, so I guess Oakland would be the furthest trip you've gone. How far um, in distance? Because I'm horrible at geography. Uh, how far are those other concerts you mentioned that I assume are in Europe? Correct. Yeah. Okay. About how long are the most of them? Well, Dublin is a two-hour flight. Okay. Uh, London is is a one-hour flight. Okay. Um, do you have a preference of those ten shows? Which ones you've enjoyed the most? Oh, uh, they're so totally different. Okay. Yeah. I've always heard that the Ireland shows are are pretty special. I was in the middle of the stadium, and it was a big party. Okay. It was, it was the show uh, after the uh, the show in Hyde Park where they pulled the plug. Oh, so you got to see the them coming out with the amp and them yeah. finishing the song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and and I got one of my favorite songs. I fought the law. Oh, okay. I like it. And Bruce sang that, so I went crazy. And the first time I heard Johnny 99, one of my other favorites. Mm -hmm. So it was a party to yeah. stand there in the crowd, even uh, I'm not that tall, so I don't see the stage if there are a lot of tall guys in front of me, but <laughs> it had fun. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's hilarious. I, uh, I've, I've heard him, um, do I Fought the Law as well. Um, my first concert, uh, Don Henley from the Eagles was there and he joined Bruce on stage to sing that. And it was really fun. Um, so let's talk about, is there any special... Do you have any special Bruce memories? I, obviously, it must have been really cool going to Oakland and, you know, going with some family and meeting some Bruce buds. But do you have any other Bruce stories that kind of um, mean a lot to you that have, you know, kind of helped you in your life? Yeah, the the, the encounters with the E Street Band. It, uh, it started in Dublin in 2012. Uh, Steve was doing a radio show there, so we went out for wristbands. I we, I went there with my cousin, and we got wristbands, so we were happy. And we walked, we were walking around town and a bit of sightseeing, and we ended up without knowing they were staying there in front of the hotel where the East Street Band was staying. And everybody was waiting there, and we were yeah well. 
we're, we're going to wait too for, for a bit before we have to go to dinner. And there they were, arriving in cars. That was amazing. Just seeing them up close, not on stage. Mm -hmm. And we walked into town for dinner after that, right behind Max. And he just disappeared in the crowd. It was nice okay. to see. It's, it's nice to see that they're so normal that they disappear in the crowd. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, and later that night, it was uh, the radio show, Steve. Yes. And, and when everybody in the, the breaks, when they played music, Steve took time to autograph and make photos. And we ended up up, up front and I got a photo with Stevie. Oh, nice. That was even before the concert. So okay. we were, okay, I have this. And now, if, if I go home now, it's already a great uh, stay in Dublin. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. You're right. Okay, I, this is how could the day get any better? And yeah. plus, I still get to go to a show. Yeah, exactly. That was the bonus. It was the, the, how do you say it, uh, the, the cherry on the cake? Yes, the cherry on top, absolutely. Yeah. If you can, you should send me the photo, and I'll include that on the show notes And when I tweet it out, showing you and Steven. That is great. The And then you got to hear a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, very nice. Have you met anyone else, or you gotten any other pictures? Not to be Yeah, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> tell me. Uh, I've got pictures with uh, Jake and Nils too. So, uh, Jake, it was when he dropped by a Bruce Butts party in London. Yes. So that, that was nice. It was a really big surprise for everyone. Oh, yeah, I bet. I've got some pictures with Jake from his own shows, from the living room shows. Yes. And a show in Dublin. Okay. Again, not the Bruce show, but his uh, solo right. show with the band, his band. Did you enjoy the solo tour? Yes, I did. Okay. A lot. I think he's done a great job of fitting in and kind of that next generation of being part of the E Street band. So, yeah, yeah it's been great to ha see him there. Is there an album or a song that has special memories to you? that either helped you through a difficult time or, you know, it was kind of a family theme song? Oh, uh, I'm the only Bruce uh, fan in the family. Okay. <laughs> well, that's not, uh, there are uh, cousins that uh, like him, but not really a fan. Right. So, so we don't have a, a, a theme song in the family. Are you just cousin Jennifer? You know, cousin Jenny, crazy about Bruce. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> they, they all know know about me and Bruce, and uh, absolutely, but and they like it. Okay. I've got a lot of family, and my sister that go see shows, different shows, and okay. they're friends of different bands. Okay. But so they recognize it, mm -hmm. but it's not for them. It's not Bruce. You mentioned Johnny 99. Is there a reason why you like that song so much? No. <laughs> okay, just... I, I, I've been thinking about that. Why do I like a song or not? It's just... I don't know. It's Maybe it's the lyrics. But 
it's Johnny, uh, not Johnny 99, the Nebraska album is, is the album I put up when I'm sad or mm-hmm. remember when my grand, granddad died. That was yeah. the first album I picked up and I said, I, I need to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And that's always has been the case with Nebraska, but it's a, it's a great album. It, it is a great album. And we talk about this often that even as bleak and dark as it is, it ends with reason to believe. So there is a sense of hope and optimism in Bruce's music, even during the darkest times. Yeah, in, in, in all his albums. And with every mood swing, I can have another favorite song or favorite album. Or So it's always, sometimes when I sit in a train, I, I listen to Devils and Dust and say, wow, what a good, great album is that. But the yeah. next day, I need Born to Run. So it's... In every album, there are always songs that I really, really like and songs that I say, well, okay, I skip them. Yeah, of course. You know, there is that, my wife asks me all the time, how can you just listen to Bruce? And I, you know, I do listen to other musicians at time and I'll, I'll rotate different CDs or things. But overall, Bruce has such a diverse catalog that no matter what my mood there is a bruce song that fits it and either helps me feel sorry for myself or helps me to cheer myself up or you know to motivate myself and so there is a comfort to that music exactly is there has bruce music influenced you or talked you helped you through anything difficult Ah. I think it did. It was always comforting to listen to Bruce, when, especially when my mom died. It was confusing and his music at least cheered me up a bit. A good friend of mine died unexpectedly, and I quoted Land of Hope and Dreams at his funeral. And then when my father died, I did the same thing. I quoted land of open dreams and his funeral because i think it's such a powerful song about a journey and moving on to that next phase of the next life yeah he bruce has some lyrics that strike you at moments like that yes absolutely personally the the last four lines from you're missing Mm -hmm. are uh, yeah it's special to me. Yeah. Um, so, Jennifer, I always find this is interesting. Is um, it, it, English is not your uh, is not the native language there? Correct. Correct. Okay. So, um, but it is amazing when you see people perform. You know, you see films or clips of people in Europe. You know, and they just know every lyric. Um, is it just because English is such a is like your such a second language in most European countries, or do you just learn the lyrics by listening to Bruce over and over again? Uh, that's how it started. Okay. But I got English from age. How old was I? I think nine or ten uh, in school. Okay. So. 
we got English lessons and that went on until I was about 20 or something. Okay. And then, yeah, I started going on vacations to the United States to visit the family. Yes. Or they come over. And my cousins understand Dutch. Okay. In the beginning, they talked English to me and I talked Dutch to them. And we had great conversations. That sounds Uh, good. Yes. And now it's it's English because, yeah, Mm -hmm. for school, for work. I, I, yeah. Okay. You just learn it here in school. Yeah, all right. So, Jennifer, we're all hoping that he is going to tour, and I'm sure you're having special hopes that he goes over to Europe. Um, when is there a couple of songs that you hope to hear him perform live, either because you've never heard them or they just are special to you, you know, so you want to hear them again? There's a long list. Okay. We've got time. <laughs> yeah. And it changes all the time. Absolutely. But uh, if you could, and even if it's okay if it takes you a couple of minutes, give me about your top three or four, maybe five, and tell me why. Um, the Way. It's just a beautiful love song. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a hidden track, so he probably won't play it, but... Yes. I... It's just a beautiful thing to say to each other. Yes. Um, and there is, well, Streets of Fire was on my list the last tour, but I got it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay, indeed. And um, Hearts of Stone. Okay. Drival can... Night. Yes. And... Yeah, I've never heard Jungle Land live. Okay, I could see so, that, yes. And, you know, and whatever he's giving me is okay. You know, I hear that um, statement a lot, and I get that. I understand that. Uh, we're certainly not greedy. Um, but, you know, there are a couple of things... You know, I've shared this before, but my first seven concerts, I'd never heard Thunder Road. And, um, you know, and then I got to hear it three times last year. Um, So, yeah, there's things that you just would love to hear. Um, And and absolutely. I will Um, never get enough of Badlands and Born to Run. Thank you, Jennifer. You know, I have a couple of friends that are kind of rolling their eyes and going, you know, oh, we've heard Badlands so many times. We've heard Born to Run. But I get a kick out of every time the band goes into the Badlands or when he counts down on Born to Run with the house lights out. It's exciting, and it's always fun. Yeah. It's, uh, was at Wembley, I think. I turned around with uh, Born to Run, and you see the crowd behind you because I was in the pit Pretty much against the, yeah, well, against the stage. Okay. And you look around you and you see 70,000 people around you going crazy at Born to Run. Yes. So it's not only what happens on stage during the song, it's what happens in the stadium. Yeah. Do you, with you traveling so much, uh, 
you must have have you made um, a lot of friends? Is there stories you want to share about maybe you know making friends on the road and kind of bonding? Oh yeah, well, it, it happened on Twitter a couple of years ago. Yes. Um. Well, my first really yeah, I I don't count Belgium as out of the country because it's close for me. It's just yeah. an hour driving. It's, yes. And I'm in Antwerp, so. Mm -hmm. But in Dublin, it's what I still was very shy. I didn't want to dare to shout out to. Uh, some people that I recognize from Twitter. Right. But then I was in the States. Mm -hmm. I was looking for uh, Jeffrey. And first right. I saw him and I, yeah, I called him. Mm -hmm. And that, that same week, there was also the new uh, European tour was announced for 2013. Yeah. So I, I was chatting with Stephanie and... She said, I'm going to London. And, said, and I was in the States, so I couldn't get a ticket because I think that was the moment I was on a plane back home. Okay. <laughs> so I asked Stephanie, who I've never met before at that point. Right. Can you help me out with a ticket? So she went for two tickets. She got them. And we did that trip together in the end. And we had so much fun. Oh, I imagine. Um, yeah, I I just was talking to um, Chris, who's from Louisiana, and his episode uh, will be coming out shortly. But um, he talked about you know doing a road show, and I talked about him. Um, maybe he and I should you know drive to a show together in the U.S. If there's another tour to kind of do that, there's a lot of fun about on a road trip and with your Bruce buddy. And enjoying yeah. the, you know, the getting a meal beforehand and queuing up together, whether you're going into the pit or going into your seats and just the excitement. It is it is a little bit better when you've got someone to share it with. Yeah, you know what? I was uh, at the Nils show in London mm -hmm. uh, end of October and someone said, I know you from the queue in, in at Wembley. I said, oh. Okay, uh -huh. right. People just recognize you sometimes. Mm -hmm. It was so strange, and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it, it, it is. And uh, you never go alone. No, and it it is nice when it is somehow the magic of Bruce that in this, you know, stadium... Um, you know, or arena that's, you know, so many people, but you feel all connected and you're all there together enjoying the show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good. So, Jennifer, what haven't I asked you that I should have asked? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> do you do you have any final thoughts to share with uh you are Bruce Buds that are listening. Uh, I hope Bruce is announcing a tour and it's going northeast. North, okay. Yeah, and I hope to meet my Twitter friends there. 
Absolutely. Um, I know that if you if you end up running into me, you'd better not be shy. You'd better say, Jesse, it's Jennifer. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a bit over that now. Oh, good. Shyness, a, if if I think you are, if I recognize you, I will come up to you. Okay, good. If uh, someone wants to follow you or get in touch with you via Twitter, what do you do? Where where can they find you? On Twitter, silverwyvern99. Okay. Yeah, probably you are following me. Yes, if, I am. If if they uh, mm-hmm. see me on your list. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we'll include your uh, Twitter handle when we release the episode. Very nice. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me and sharing your Bruce story. It's, um, you know, it's always fun meeting a Bruce fan and, and especially someone from overseas because, you know, it's a different perspective. And I, I love that you shared that with us. And thank you so much for your time. Welcome. Yes. If you want to be on the podcast and talk about Bruce and all that implies, please send an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. We are at setlustingbruce. Please check that out. I would also appreciate you going to iTunes to rate and review us. It really does help us find uh, new listeners. So thank you for your time. Jennifer, you were a joy, and I appreciate it. I hope you have a great night. And we're going to close this. Now, Judge, I got debts no honest man can pay. The bank was holding my mortgage, and they were taking my house away. Now, I ain't saying that makes me an innocent man, but was more and all this that put the gun in my hand. Well, Your Honor, I do believe I'd be better off dead. And if you can take a man's life for the thoughts that's in his head, then won't you sit back in that chair and think it over, judge one more time, and let me shave off my hair and put me on that execution line. Thanks, Bruce Buds. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 